Hey everybody, Ellie Noss here. Atomic Moms is a weekly parenting podcast about the joys and complexities of caring for our little ones and ourselves. I join forces with celebrities, best-selling authors, parenting experts, and caregivers all over the world to hear their unique stories in this universal experience of raising a child. Oh my gosh, how is Easter already here? Can we just slow down just like a little bit, just a little bit? Um, I have an adorable book for you all to add to your Easter baskets. Uh, It's called The Sheepover. It's a farm animal book. And I'm going to have it up on our website, AtomicMoms.com. Husband and wife team, John and Jennifer Churchman, created this stunning and completely unique picture book. I've never seen anything like it. Based on animals on their farm in Essex, Vermont. So this project started with Kickstarter. It it grew like crazy. It snowballed. And now they have a three-book deal. Um, And it's all about Sweet Pea the Lamb uh, and a dog named Laddie. I grew up with a dog named Laddie. Anyway, it'd be great for Easter baskets. Um, And anyone. I mean, it's not only for Christians. But, you know, Easter's around the corner. Okay, guys. We went to Disneyland this weekend for Oh, God. We went Friday and we came back Sunday. So that's a lot of days at Disneyland. We went with my in-laws and our toddler and we had breakfast with Minnie, which is where Minnie and her sort of like C-list Disney celebrity friends uh, join her and they come around to all the tables. Uh, Sabrina is not a fan of Captain Hook. She is a strong judge of character, my Sabrina. She knew not to, uh, you know, just because Captain Hook is famous doesn't mean we need to respect him or like him. He's really a jerk. So Sabrina pretty much gave him a cold shoulder. And you can see that picture on uh, our Atomic Mom social media on Twitter and Instagram. Minnie took a while to get to us. Minnie took like 40 minutes. And a toddler takes about 20 minutes to eat and to throw all of their food on the floor. Um, so we were waiting for a while. Minnie was not the most gracious host. It took a really long time. It took like 40 minutes. I actually had to, you know, um, I got a little type A. I was like, we got to move on. We got to move on to all the rides before the lines are too long. We got teacups to ride. Where is Minnie? Winnie the Pooh came over. That was so sweet. My little girl just like melted into Winnie's fur, uh, and then Minnie came over and she was really nice. You know, she she had a lot of people to greet, so she was quick. Um, and Sabrina just kept kind of tagging along. Uh, I had to kind of pull her out of the other tourist photos. It's like these 18-year-old girls um, from Japan and Sabrina's like photobombing. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, today... This is all about today's episode. That's why you're listening. Okay, so pour a little wine in your coffee mug because today's episode is kind of like a Sex in the City girlfriend hang. Jess and I have never met, but she's a force of nature and she's so like conversational and open and confident. And I felt like I knew her immediately. She's one of those people who could probably convince me to do something really embarrassing and incredibly regrettable if we ever went to Vegas together. She's also the host of the digital series New Mom Diaries for TLC, and she created and hosts Jess of All Trades for NYC TV, blogs for Glamour Magazine, TLC.com, and co-hosted the original Modern Girl's Guide to Life on the Style Network. 
She was also an Emmy Award-nominated producer for her work on the ABC's The Chew and Bizarre Foods for the Travel Channel. And her resume goes on and on. Today, we're talking to her about her digital series, New Mom Diaries for TLC. Uh, I can't wait to share the links for it. I love what she is willing to point the camera towards and how open and vulnerable and messy she is willing to be on camera uh, to share with us her experience as a new mom. So we talk about the importance of mom groups. Uh, We share some quick and easy beauty tips for feeling like your sexy old self again. Don't listen to my tip. My tip is gross. I'm really embarrassed about my tip. I was just thinking of like, what did I do quickly to make myself feel a little better as a new mom? Um, And I shared it. And maybe I shouldn't have shared it. But you know what? I'm not going to edit it because I'm too tired. Because I'm sustaining on a diet of coffee and string cheese. And I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, And did I mention we just got back from Disneyland? (laughs) So we're going to talk also about how our relationships with our partners affect our kids. This conversation is one big happy blur for me. I think you all will enjoy it. I most certainly enjoyed living it. Um, Subscribe on iTunes.com backslash Atomic Moms for upcoming interviews. And I'll be right back with Jess Zeno. I was in, thank God I'm in a mommy's class. Are okay, you- let's start. This is ridiculous. Okay. Okay, we're rolling. Okay, listeners. We, we just like, I was like, oh God, we have to start recording. This is ridiculous because we were just doing the show um, without you all. So apologies. Don't worry. You didn't really miss anything. I have Jess in my living room. Hello. Hello. Okay, Jess. Okay, so your son, to start off with, Roan, he is nine months old. He will be nine months, yes, in a few days. In a few days. So I was saying that a lot of women will be like, oh, my son is 36 weeks or my son is... I have... I literally, from the day he was born, I didn't know what, like, week he was. No, me neither. Plus, I'm terrible at math. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And when Jess just told me what, uh, you know, nine months, I was like... Okay, well, I have no idea what that means, but if I'm going to go backwards from September, because that's Sabrina's birthday, oh, that was <laughs> June for Sabrina of that year. That's what she was like. Okay, so <laughs> that is the way that you do the math. Sabrina's going to be so lucky when she gets into elementary school and you're helping her with her homework. That makes no sense. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, we were saying we don't know anything about uh, development, uh, personal or otherwise. Nope. When so I'm so lucky that I'm in that I had like the fortitude to take a mommy and me class because it was only in this mommy and me class where they would be like, okay, now you're going to feed your children, and I was like, wait a minute, we give them food when we, they're this we, young? We, oh yeah, I know, right? Had no idea. Well, or, and there's always a controversy, like when do you mm-hmm. introduce the food? So some people say it's like too early. The, such and such month, clearly I know nothing about any of this. I'm like, such and such month. I know the controversy people. You know, some people say it's too, too early. Other people say, no, 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 you got to get in that, that food early because otherwise they won't be interested in different tastes. Uh-huh. So where was your mommy and me group? My mommy and me group is at the pump station. Oh, that's where mine was. You know, I went to another one, but I wasn't into it. What, what turned you off of the other one? Oh, God. I hope she doesn't listen to this. It's uh, primarily the teacher. Okay. 
Yeah. It was very far, too. It was like a schlep. Like, I didn't feel like getting in the car and, like, going all the way there. But once I got there, I just wasn't that into the teacher. There was no um, sense of she would force us to sort of communicate Mm -hmm. and connect, but then wouldn't allow us to speak in the class. How does she force you to connect without speaking? You guys should start a Facebook group. You know, there's a place next door. You should have lunch there tomorrow. You should go to the park around the corner. But then she wouldn't allow us to speak or ask questions in the class. The whole point is group therapy. Exactly. So I was totally turned off by this, which is funny because everyone was like, you got to go to this class. You got to go to this class. And I have to say, I sort of had said to some of my other friends, you guys, you got to go to this class with me. And I led them all down into the path of this horrifying experience. I secretly feel really good when everybody likes something and I realize like, no, I'm not into it. Yeah. It kind of makes me feel like I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you are awesome. I am awesome. Uh, Pump Station yes. for me was great. And we've got uh, episodes in the archives with the two founders of it. Um, <clears throat> some of the moms in that group, they've been guests on the show. They're yes. upcoming guests on the show. It's such a f- – man, guys, if you haven't found a mommy group yet, check it out because – and don't don't find a mommy group where everybody does the same thing you do. What I loved about mine was like everybody was so different and I found that fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, there was like moms who had just adopted their babies. There were moms that were like so hippy dippy. There were moms that were about to go back to work. And I think that that's such a special time to realize that like we're all in it. To speak to what you're saying, we had this conversation yesterday in our class because mine is on Mondays. My teacher is Marilee, and she's, like, 75 and has, like, 20 grandkids. So, like, you feel comforted. And she's also super, I don't know, she's just, like, super, like, she seems like she's in, like, nose child development, like a teacher. So it feels good that she's the teacher. She's the captain. Oh, my God. The other class was just horrifying. But... I want to say who it is, but then I don't want to say who it is because I have other friends who are like, oh my God, this lady was the best. Yeah, don't do it because then they I'll, lose all, I'll lose all the listeners. You got it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you probably will because she's hey, very popular. Hey, we are Switzerland in the mommy war. <laughs> um, okay, Jess, let's start with the we – we're gonna. there's so many things that I want to talk to you about. Uh, I feel like <laughs> watch out world now that we know each other, this is going to be – problematic but i want to problematic is a great word to put to it okay first of all i have to get something off my chest actually my shoulder i burned myself look at this oh my god i burned my shoulder this morning curling my hair for you i didn't have much time so i was distracted and i burned myself how did that happen were you rolling up your the what is it called the barrel up while i was trying to watch your uh (laughs) What's your amazing one with the, uh, that you did in New York where... Oh, Jess of All Trades? Yes. <laughs> it's like a Sex in the City kind of thing. Yeah. It's like watching that <laughs> while curling my hair. Guys, I was... I'm a serious businesswoman. I was doing research and I burned the crap out of myself. <laughs> it's a pretty bad burn. <laughs> it keeps getting worse. Like at oh, first no. it seemed like nothing. And now <gasps> I think my shoulder might melt off. It's super red. So you did you put any ice on it? No, I put what? lotion. Do you have aloe? Uh, do you have um, an I, aloe plant? No. Look at. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Where's no, the aloe? We're where's not, the aloe plant? We're not in silver. Like, okay. Ha uh-huh. 
you should put ice on that because that's really red. Okay. And I feel like it's like peeling your skin off. Okay. We'll be right back. (laughs) Okay, everybody. We're back. I have a shirt. I have this. I have this. Oh, you have? This is from Fish's Eddie. It is. I have this. I spent three months in New York and I got this when I was there. It's a dish towel, everybody, with... Uh, the Williamsburg Bridge on it. Yep. And the Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge. All the bridges of New York. And so it's my shoulder pad of ice right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Wait. We have to focus for a minute. Yes. I want to kick this off with New Mom Diaries. Yes. For TLC. Okay. Let's talk about it. Can I tell you how this happened? Yeah. It's, wait. First, tell us like what it is. I will. Okay. It's it, So New Mom Diaries is a digital series for TLC.com. Um, and essentially, it's me with a camera just being a new mom. And I have been shooting or filming, rather, literally since the day my son was born. Um, so I'm so thankful, like, that I got the opportunity to capture all of this footage of like being up in the middle of the night on the third day, um, you know, the absolute desperation and sleep deprivation I had on the fifth day, like all of that got captured, um, which I was super psyched about. I don't know if they'll actually end up using it in the end because I just deliver the footage to TLC and then they they post-produce it. Okay, and I want our listeners to know that the ones that I've seen so far, you know, yes. while I was burning the shit out of myself, <laughs> um, they... Okay, this is not like your classic mommy Instagram, I'm in heels while like washing my baby's <laughs> cloth diapers. This is like... This is this is a like a documentary. Like this is like the war zone. Yes, like you're in the car. Like there's no lighting. This is awesome. It's raw. It's raw. A friend. It's awesome. Thank you. A friend of my. It's my a friend was like it. It's really a, like it could be hard to watch because like <laughs> you're like you really went there with it when but we you're were funny and it's still you. light. You know what I mean? Thank it's you. not. This isn't like a postpartum PSA. Which, by the way, if anyone's having any issues, listen to our amazing podcast that I did a, a three mom uh, postpartum panel. So I'm not making fun of it, but this this is uh, where you're in it. You're not wearing makeup. You don't care what you look like. It's the way we all feel in the morning, and you're just showing it and being funny. Yes, thank you. So the way that when we were discussing what it was going to be, they kind of threw the word around like it, uh, it's like the Lena Dunham of motherhood. You know, like just real raw. Totally exposed. The thing that I don't know why I'm choosing to talk about this like right up the top, but like I gained a lot of weight when I was pregnant. And like that's like a really big deal for me because I'm like bugging out about it still eight months later. And I just went on that thing and was like, you know what? F it. Like I'm not going to wait till I lose 30 pounds to like show off what being a new mom is because being a new mom is bugging out that you gained 30 pounds and can't get it off. So I'm very emotional about the whole thing and I try not to think about that I'm filming it. I just film it and I just put it there. I just give it to the people and I say, now you go. With your background as a celebrity stylist too and also like the other things you've produced where you're a host and you look so sex in the city Mm -hmm. and like very polished and like super cute bright outfits – and so like you've you've got that in your repertoire was it extra hard to be like you know what no this is me in my sweatshirt this is me trying to hike and like look at my tummy 
Yes, it was hard because I'm embarrassed about what I look like right now. And if I'm just, thank you, but I'm like just being honest, like I'm embarrassed by it. So that's the most hard for me. Um, But the other thing is, even though I present myself out there, or if I go out or prior to being a mother, I wore a lot of red and hot pink lipstick. I wore a lot of poppy clothes. Um, that was my identity almost. But at the end of the day, I literally am just a, like, I'm just a chick who enjoys being in my loungewear and my sneakers. Um, so what you're seeing can like, is as real as I am. Like, I don't, is that so freeing? Talk, let's talk about liberation for a minute, man. It is freeing. The and thing terrifying. is, I it's, yeah, it's terrifying. Again, like I'm talking about it. Go hand in hand, don't they? Yes. I swear, liberation and terrification <laughs> go hand in hand for me. Yes, agreed. Uh, totally agreed. I think that for me, I was never a woman who put on makeup. Like I just wasn't. Even though I'm like wearing a full face of makeup right now, like I, I never You're do very this. Very glowy. I never ever do this. Well, you know how to do it. We're Thanks. Like, this is BB makeover. This is BB cream. This is um, Bobby Brown BB cream. Okay. And it just it. you just need one little swipe. Okay, what's like the glowy cheeks? What's that? Nothing. Rosy. Oh, that's just. Like oh no, I have a little bit of. Loving um, your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a little bit of Stilla. Okay. Like in a in a very bright pink. I just did a quick swipe so that you get a little sparkle and a little a little like a little pink. And then the lip is a lip. I don't have any color on. It's just a lip plumper. Okay, so is that the thing that burns your lips? Yes. So it's my like lips are on snake, fire right like a now. A venom thing. Yes. <laughs> I used to do that when we started the podcast with Bianca. I would be like, oh, "My lips are burning. We got to stop. My lips are burning." <laughs> now, luckily, I didn't bring Roan here today because I can't wear it when I'm with him because I kiss him and then it irritates his skin. <laughs> so, like all the things that I want to be doing. Um, I can't do around the baby. I have to like not put the lip plumper on. I have a like um, something called a brunette detox because I have like these grays in my hair. So from dry bar, it's a dry shampoo that colors the hair where the gray is. Oh, so, but I can't, I know I love it so much. It's my new favorite product, but I can't always wear it because it's so toxic and Roan's always like up in the business and in my hair. Um, so. I did it for you today. Like all of this is just for you. It's all an act and I'm appreciating Uh it. But, um, you know, I love you on New Mom Diaries. So that would have been okay too. Yeah. I, um, I love the idea. Like you said, you know, you want to make over. Like I would love the idea of doing like mom makeovers. Because being a new mom feels so ick sometimes. And it's got to be like fast stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, what can you get done in five minutes? Not only fast stuff, but what are those things that you could do in five minutes that are quick that make you feel really good? Yep. Ladies, lip plumper is the thing. Like, if you can get away with not being around your kid for a day, lip plumper makes you feel sexy. Your lips get all pouty and bee stung. And so what if they burn? I used to just like wipe myself down with like a washcloth, <laughs> like the horse bath. Is that what they call it? I feel like that's the ultimate mom trick. <laughs> oh God, I'll never be on TLC talking like that. How I got into the TLC New Mom Diaries was interesting. I was, I was always sort of creating stuff and doing stuff and I um, was pregnant and I... Uh, 
I, this sounds so Hollywood. I wrote my agent and I was like, hey, let's go pitch TLC about doing something called Baby on Board. Like, I'm pregnant. Let's follow me being pregnant. And it didn't work out timing wise, but they started following me on Instagram. And I guess I was posting stuff that was raw and funny on Instagram that the week I had the baby, they were like, okay, we're ready to do something now. Let's do it, you as a new mom. And uh, what was your first thought when you got that? Uh,. I, you know what? My first thought was, what's so funny is I didn't really, I, I was like, okay, great. Let's okay. do it. It wasn't like, I was like, yes, I got a show. I had just given birth. I had a C-section. I had just gotten out of major surgery. It was literally the third day. So I remember having the meeting and I hadn't slept still from giving birth and I was just out of my mind and on that call I was just cursing up a storm and talking about how I felt like I was in the Vietnam War and they were like yes this is all what we want so we're gonna send you a camera use it use it just start shooting and I did and um and I did never aware that I was actually making a show that people would watch I just did it yeah, so it's been really cool. You so we were talking about body image and like yes. sort of the pre-baby versus post-baby like relationship with our bodies and I'm curious about um other relationships that have changed for you. Like how about your spouse? Yeah. What's changed with the husband? Oh gosh. Well, that really is a work in progress like every single minute of every single day I had the baby so I'm gonna be 40 in September so like I'm no spring chicken like I've been around this block many 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 times and I got married later in life which I appreciate because I was with a lot of people before then (laughs) me too but I got married at 24 (laughs) oh wow you got it out early yeah I got it out over an extended period of time so it was a lot um but when I got married, I was like 36 years old and I was like, hmm, I'm ready to settle down now. Or at least I, that in my head, like that seemed okay. Um, and our relationship, we were in New York City. Our relationship was fun and getting married was super fun. And we didn't plan on having a child. We planned on having a family, but we didn't plan on starting it as quickly as it started. I was... Roan was like, a surprise pregnancy (laughs) at 37 years old. Um, So we weren't ready for it. Um, Wait, pause for a minute. That week, the week of finding out you're pregnant. Oh, yeah. It was a good one. Can you give me a highlight? Oh, my God. So good. the highlight reel. We had gone to Hawaii. Oh, that's good. I got this tattoo while I was pregnant. It's a little triangle on the inside of your arm. Mm -hmm. I drank copious amounts of alcohol uh-huh. we jumped off of waterfalls ate tons of sushi i came back to la and i had to fly to new york and in new york i got really sick and i thought i had the flu and i came back from new york uh, and i had to leave again for a work thing and the day before i left i was like man i gotta go to like the walk-in or the urgent clinic or something i feel so sick maybe i can get like a b shot and I walked in and the doctor said, well, when was, you know, just common questions. When was the last time you got your period? And I was like, nah, nah, I don't know. I don't remember. And then we went on with the, with the, with the, the situation, whatever that's called. What is it called when you see a doctor? 
Appointment? Appointment. (laughs) Is it called an appointment? (laughs) I don't even know. It's lost on me. I surely have not. Now I'm like trying to find a better word for it. Okay, continue. We were in the. Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If anyone out there. I want to say session, but that's a therapy. (laughs) That's another kind of doctor. (laughs) We were at the appointment. And. um, It was just you. It was just me. It was just you. And she does the whole appointment. And then I left and I said, you know, I really probably should go to the the pharmacy and maybe get like a pregnancy test and i wasn't even thinking oh sure because i'm pregnant i was like man let me just take care of that so i go and get a pregnancy test and i go home and i take the pregnancy test and sure enough it says i'm pregnant so i call the doctor back on the Ur- hollywood urgent care and i oh, said is that the one next to whole foods no it's the one there used to be a russian one no it's the one <laughs> that's across from the from the post office on selma oh even classier yeah I mean, it was like a true Hollywood story. Yeah. You know, you might see, um, oh, you know, what's her name? You might see Julia Roberts on the corner. Uh, yeah. Yes. There were definitely <laughs> prostitutes in the waiting room when I found it. I was having a child. <laughs> so I, um, I took the pregnancy test. It said, yes, I called the urgent care. And I said, mm, I was there like five minutes ago. Do I have to pay again if I come back in? Will you give me a blood test? And I go in, they give the blood test. The doctor comes in the room and she's like, so you are definitely pregnant. And I was like, wait, what? And I started to hysterically cry. And she's like, are you okay? (laughs) She said, you know, there are options. And I said, no, it's fine. I'm married. I have a great life. I was like, I'm 37. It's fine. So, Meanwhile, all these mothers that are 37 are like yeah. killing themselves and trying to get pregnant. Okay. Yeah. I just got really drunk is what I did. You could just got to jump off some waterfalls. I mean, that is our fertility dream. <laughs> That's my advice. My great advice. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this kid just wanted to be born, you know, because he came. Yeah. And I, it, I was shocked at first. And then I went home and I literally stared at the wall for a good five hours. And my husband came. I didn't call my husband. I waited until he came home. And yeah. then he came home and I was like, mm, so I think I'm pregnant. He said, do you think you're pregnant or are you pregnant? I was like, no, I'm pregnant. And then the I went. The clinic on Selma said. Yeah. Where the prostitutes are. I was there just a couple of hours ago and we're having a baby. Um, and I went to the doctor and I was like 10 weeks pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. I'm jealous about that. But once the, I, man, cause then you're already it. Like, but once I knew weeks and then you're just yeah. like f- smooth sailing potentially. Like I, the first three months were terrible. I knew because my boobs hurt so badly. Uh-huh. And then I was sick all the time. Once I found out, I like really played into it. I was like, yes. oh, I'm pregnant. I For feel sure. so sick. Like, yeah. but. Yeah, I'm so exhausted. I'm this is so worse tired. than mono. <laughs> and it was, but yeah, I'm also it like is, it was. very suggestible. So. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> Me too. You know, if you're a hypochondriac and you get pregnant, you probably are going to have a lot of the symptoms. <laughs> yes, totally. I think once I found out, I was like, I feel very nauseous. All of a sudden, I'm not, I wasn't nauseous literally ever. And all of a sudden, I was like, I'm very, very nauseous and tired. Okay. So you have the baby, and then how did your relationship with your husband... Right. Uh, how about this? How did it evolve? So this is what... The, now I'm going to be really... I'm going to be very truthful about this, and I love my husband, so I hope it's... I mean no disrespect when I say any of these things. Um, I... My, my, my boy was born, and I was like, I love him the most. And I know that husbands are supposed to get their fair share of... 
uh, relationship love and your partner love and you one must maintain that in order to keep it all alive. I my Roan was born and I was like, he's the most important thing in the entire universe to me. And I will do whatever it takes to make sure that he has um, the safety and the love and just a good life. And my husband's actions were all of a sudden underneath the microscope because everything he did, I was like, no, no, not cool. Don't do that. Don't do this. So I became incredibly naggy. Um, That's a word I've never heard. <laughs> I mean, that is, and also that word, man, he's, and he'd never said that about me before the baby. He'd call me, he used to call me his manic pixie pain in the ass, but he would never call me like st- a nagging wife. Yes. And then I became a nagging wife and I'm like, well, then listen the first 10 times and I won't nag. Yes. If you uh, please understand that he needs this. So just be doing this. Why are you not doing these things? Um, so everything that he's doing is just under a microscope for me. And so, we're so out of control that like we want control. to control something. And that oh just happens God. to be the man we're sleeping next to. Oh, God, it's so bad. So I don't think that I've been – I mean, I'm eight months in, so I can't say that like it, I just had a baby last week. But I don't think I'm being very nice. And um, something I've been thinking a lot about lately is mindful parenting. Yes. And how to – what I want for my son. And one of those things is when I was growing up, I – I, I come from a very loud Italian family that l- literally they just scream at each other. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, it, it's all the time. My, my parents are, got divorced when I was very young. And my dad's side of the family is Eastern European. And it's just the shouting yes. and the shouting. And I would go back to my mom's house after spending a week with my dad and my grandparents and stuff. And my mom would be like, can you please stop yelling? Because <laughs> I just walk around the house. It's just me and her. And I'd be so loud because it's like the only way you could get your thoughts across. But it's also the way we express ourselves. Yeah. So like I'm loud all the time and I express myself by yelling. And sometimes my yelling's not even nice. And my parents were not nice and they were always screaming at each other. My grandparents were yes, always screaming at my parents too. and at me and, and everybody. My, my grandmother would be like, you're such a jackass. Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch, go get my lottery tickets. I love you. Like that, that was just it. So that's how I relate to my husband, unfortunately for him. Um, So a lot of what I do is just a lot of yelling. And then when I think about mindful parenting, I'm like, oh, geez. I have anxiety issues as an adult because I was raised in that atmosphere. I don't want Roan to feel the fear and anxiety that I feel. I don't want him to feel like it it really gets. Isn't Jess like the perfect guest for our podcast? Like everything we get really excited about. <laughs> I don't I, I don't like the thank you. I don't like th- that feeling of unsafe, you know, that yeah. I don't think that's a grammatical it's word. Unsettling. Unsafe, unsettling. It's like feels unsafe. Um It does. I it's want Roan to feel safe. And grounded. Gra- grounded. Nah. Oh, I want Sabrina to feel grounded. But that's probably because I already see that she's she's a wild maniac who thinks she can fly. She jumped off uh-huh. a picnic bench at school the other day. Uh-huh. I had to watch the security camera video. First, did they make you watch no, it? No, I'm the first mother ever who asked the school to oh, good see for you. the security camera. Good for you. They didn't know what happened. She couldn't walk when I picked her up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, there wasn't a stone in her shoe. And I was like, well, what? can we see like a video of what might have happened? Anyway, I good watched my daughter <laughs> jumping off a picnic bench because she thought she could fly. And she just l- fell. 
and then she didn't get up and then she like kind of crawled like she was on the in like the movie the revenant <laughs> towards the teacher oh, no. but so yes i'm i'm looking for i hear what you're saying like we don't need groundedness necessarily when they're really young but sabrina could um she, she's already a jumper. She's was already she shooting for the stars. Yeah. She was crying. Oh, well, it was on baby. mute on the video. But right. But I'm you could see sure. she was in yeah. pain and crying. She was distressed. <laughs> I just want to point something out that you said like five minutes ago. Oh, good. You said that your husband calls you a pixie. Yeah, pix- so, manic pixie. Right? So do you think that Sabrina Oh yeah, is that as well? Do you think... She's got that in her. Um, she's... She's so goofy. She's so fun. Yeah, that's cool. And she's so fearless because mm-hmm. of what you're saying. Like, I have a lot of anxiety that I'm constantly uh, managing or massaging. <laughs> and, um, and so with her, I never put that on her. So at the playground, I would always just let her go where she wanted to go. And I'd sort of shadow her so that she could do it. And if she fell, I'd catch her. Um, and maybe... Now I'm like hearing the critic in my head being like, well, Ellie, you know, you should teach children that there are dangers. But like, no, like I'd rather my daughter climb up to the highest part of the tower and I'll and just learn. be there. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome that you're listening to your intuition and your inner mothering. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm not there yet just because he's not old enough yet for me to have those thoughts yet. But my thoughts definitely right now are in that I, one, I scream at the dog like every five seconds. Oh, the other thing is I curse like a mother, mm, like all the time. <laughs> yeah, I that's going to bite you. Word a lot. Yeah, that's going to bite you in the butt. You like how I just said butt? Yes, that was, trying, was I'm like so trying, clean. I'm trying to be clean. Uh, because she repeats everything we say. Everything we say. Do you want to hear the, the sweetest and the saddest thing? And this really was the, the thing that made me say, like, I have to kind of be really mindful and I think probably get into therapy with my husband right now, is I was crying the other day. I was sad about something and I was crying and I was crying in front of Roan because I am an emotional loud person. Yeah. And he, try, he was trying to make me laugh. This kid is eight months old, and he was trying to make me laugh. He does a stand-up routine, by the way. Oh, my God. I can tell you about He and Sabrina can go on the road together. Let me tell you. But he was, like, trying to make me laugh, and I thought, oh, my God, this is heartbreaking that this this poor little boy notices and identifies my sadness and is trying to make me happy. I was like, you've got a little, you've got a baby codependent. (laughs) Oh, God. But, like, I was like, I do not want my son to feel like he has to fix his his crazy mom. Okay, but do you want me to spin it for one second? Please do. I think that it's also awesome. I mean, I don't know what the situation was, but it's awesome for your son to see his mother allowing herself to have feelings. So I, so can we talk about that for yeah, a second? Sure. Because I agree with that. Like I don't, so even though I'm saying all of these things about how I need to be a little bit more quiet, like do I? No. Because I want to be authentic with my son. I want to be honest He's such a chill little kid. Like, he doesn't possess... I, I don't know what he's going to be like because he's so chill and his dad and I are so over the top. It's so funny. But, like, I don't... If I change, then I'm not myself and then he's not seeing me and I want him to, I want him to be him. Yes. You know? I think that if you are sad about... See, my husband and I will get in arguments about this because he, he thinks, you know, kids shouldn't have to deal with their parents' problems. And he and to him, the idea of seeing a parent upset is unsettling, Mm -hmm. like they're no longer the captain of the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that 
I remember when Sabrina was probably Roan's age, I was super upset about something. And then Sabrina was there and I said to her, you know, it's okay. You know, mommy's crying. Mommy's sad, but it's okay. Right. Mommy loves you. It's okay. Yes. And I think that that's sort of the way I go about it because she can feel it anyway. Yes. She can feel if I'm upset. Absolutely. So why not shed the tears and release them and move on? Absolutely. That way she has permission to do it too. And then I think um, as far as like allowing ourselves to be ourselves, I think that's really important. And from what you're saying, like I don't have a like a Dr. Phil camera in your house where I get to watch all the drama unfold. But from knowing you a very short period of time, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it seems like you're loud and you're passionate, but that's, you know, you're not, it doesn't seem like you're carrying around a ton of negative baggage. No, I have, I, I, I tr- negativity is not something I'm interested in. I don't focus on that. I focus on, um, I don't want to say I focus on the positive, I, but I focus on authenticity and I focus on passion and exp- just true expression. And my true That's expression right. happens to yes. be very loud and lots of movement. Just what you were saying about how kids feel. So I grew up, again, with these parents who were screaming. But my mother never would cry in front of me. And I had this conversation with her on the phone last night because I've been thinking a lot about this stuff. And I was like, Ma, you know, like, you didn't cry in front of me. And she was like, well, that's – well, cause she was like, because I go pick up my strength. And I was like, mm, I feel like my mother – wanted to cry and I always felt the cry I felt the cry I intuitively felt her cry I I felt the pain I felt her anxiety and her fear you end up holding on to her crying because she can't release it yes our children are the ones who are like holding on to all our baggage that we don't release yes so I don't want him to feel responsible for my feelings but I also don't want him to like he knows we're all connected. We all know what's going on, even though we're not saying it or mm-hmm. showing it. <clears throat> and that really screwed me up as an adult with my mom. Because yeah. it, just, it really screwed me up because I always felt like she was like lying, not, not in mm-hmm. a negative way or a bad way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like that she was lying to me because she wasn't being truthful about what she was feeling because yeah. I would feel it anyway. Right. And she was saying something else. My mom else. is the queen of being like, her one phrase it's is, fine. Anyway, is chill, <gasps> which is like... <laughs> Which I, we spoke about it last week drives me insane. My mom says anyway. She uh, goes, so that's like that's her own way. That's of it. It's over. She'll go anyway, and it's like yeah. no, not anyway. Can we please? Or my talk mom would about be like, this? just get over it. Get over it. <gasps> get over you it. get over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like this is about your history. <laughs> um, but in the okay, so what I would say though, if in terms of obviously, I every week I'm geeking out about parenting with presence and mindful parenting and all the different ways we can say the same thing. Yes. Uh, Conscious parenting. Conscious Uh, parenting. I had a guest on recently who uh, wrote the book, The Perfect Parent, and her name is Roma Katarpal. And I always say her name not as well as she does. And she had a great point. Uh, And it was the idea of take five, that every day we can take five minutes with our children where we have no agenda and we're just present with them. And so I think maybe for your situation, what would be kind of a fun experiment is to see what's it like to spend five minutes with my son where I have no agenda and also where I keep my mouth shut. Yes. (laughs) Like, and see, and I'm sure you're doing that already, but like the those moments add up too. Yes. Like we can be loud and crazy. I'm 
We are I mean, very, we are quiet together. I, okay. I'm quiet with Roan. I'm not quiet with my husband. But are, is is your husband? Are are they together a lot? Uh no? yeah. I mean, we're always we're all together in the house. Yes. Yeah. But so Roan might be. Um, Roan is seeing what's going on, you know, because we are together. So that's the other thing. And I said this to my husband this morning that I don't want Roan to see me emasculating my husband because I'm the one that's like trying to control everything or trying to keep the house together or becoming the, you know, male figure, or not male, but the male energy of the relationship. Uh, I don't want I don't want Ron to see that Ron needs to know what being a man is. So and not and respect his father and respect his father and see that his mother respects his father and see right. love. So I feel like there is all types of twistedness going on right now. I love it. And I'm so we have not had the topic of ball busting on <laughs> our show yet. <laughs> but I'm so it's so twisted that I literally it is our goal, my husband and mine's goal, by the end of the week that we are in couples therapy. Because this is moving so fast and getting so out of control as far as, like, what Roan is seeing. Mm. I do not want this kid. Well, good for you for finding someone to help with that. Yes. And we're, we share uh, a mom group on Facebook. And I can't tell you guys the number of mothers who've jumped on being like, oh, my gosh, couples therapy saved us. Couples therapy, couples therapy, couples therapy. Yes. We have not done it yet, but I can... Man, it would be useful to have just a mediator, tools, a mediator, That's and it. a way to, um, and a language, yes, a respectful language where we can get out what we need to say. And I think that mothers were so tired all the time that, like, you don't have the brain capacity to be like thoughtful about what your husband like needs emotionally. So you're just like. You know, take out the diaper genie. If you do not take out the diaper genie, I'm going to put the diaper genie in your car and stink it up. I thought you were going to say something else. I was, but I was <laughs> trying to keep it cleaner. Uh, okay. <laughs> Quickly, because we're running out of time, I've got to talk to you about, you know, working mom tips. And, and specifically, uh, our listeners can go online and see your video about working mom tips. Yes. But I want to talk about... Two things. I want to talk about how to set boundaries. Yes. Because you bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's just start there. I think that setting boundaries, well, one, you really have to have, oh, God, and again, you're probably, and I'm still so exhausted that it's hard to set those boundaries, but I think that you need to be, um, you really need to dig down and get your, you know, you have to have your strength about you when you do set those boundaries because you're, again, so tired that it's easy for someone just to um, upset you or make you feel bad about what you're doing at work or what have you. But to say, like, if you have to pump at work, I need a room. It is it is within my legal like rights to have a room where I can pump and I go there. If people are going out and smoking cigarettes, like you uh, and have their designated smoking space where they go and smoke for ten minutes every five five minutes, <laughs> you can have your pumping room, you know, and it's legal. So make sure that you're. Ju- I think one needs to be honest about what their situation is because. I just feel like if you're honest, then there's no hiding. So when I say boundaries, that's what I mean. Just being very honest about what you need. I need to pump. This is what I'm going to be doing. This is the schedule I'm doing. I can't work on a Friday. What can we work out? Can I work remotely on a Friday? 
just you really have to have some balls to kind of speak to someone like that. But like, I feel like it's working- a little easier to step up actually when we're moms because our priorities have changed. Yes. And it's not about us anymore. Yes. So I've found that I. While I'm a train wreck in my daily life, I am able to stand up for myself. Yes, when uh, it because it's not really about me anymore. Yes, yeah, and you definitely have. I feel like I have that mama bear or that just mama lion um, personality. I kind of have it anyway, but like I really have that mama lion personality where I'm like, I'm not doing this. How can we work it out? Like I'll get your job done. I'll get the work done. No worries about that. It just might not look what you think it's going to look like. So let's talk about how you can accommodate family, you know, working culture, you know, working mother culture. Oh, I think delegating, delegating. How do you delegate? I mean, you clearly looking at your bio, you've figured out how to do it because there's no way that you've been able to do all of this completely on how your own. I, have I figured you how do, to do, do it? Do you do most of it on your own? Yeah. Yeah. You still do it all on your own. Yes. Damn it. I needed an no, answer here. <laughs> I, I did that back. podcast is amazing and um, <sighs> there is no delegating going on. I mean, I'm the queen of like, if, if I hire a housekeeper, I'm going to clean up before she gets here. Yes. I take this <sighs> back about the delegation. Yeah. I'm learning how to do it more efficiently and better. My nanny is the best. So I know that when she comes into the house, I, I release motherhood completely altogether. Do you altogether. have a list for her? Um... Yeah, I do have a list for her, but she's so rad that like the li- it, it, we had an initial nanny that is now no longer with us. That one had a list from like this is your checklist. The yeah. nanny we have now is more like my friend that takes care of my child, so it becomes more about like, oh yeah, sure, take them and she just develops him and cooks for him and does all these really great things and i feel so safe yes and i know that is the most important thing yeah having people in our home man we i think a lot of people underestimate or maybe they're just not as sensitive as uh, we are Mm -hmm. but it's crucial that the person that walks into your home that like you like them Mm -hmm. and that you want to be around them and that i mean not only is it cool for your kids to be with them but they that their presence doesn't, you know, set you off in some weird way. That yeah, you they're in your house comfortable. all the time. They're like a second spouse. Yeah, yes. And I I enjoyed our first nanny. Uh, this is such a ridiculous... I mean, oh, my first nanny, then I had to like... Uh, yeah, but like, you know what? You're a working mom and a lot of working <clears throat> I moms needed, needed to hear this. Right. So, okay, good. All right. Thank you for putting that into perspective. Um, it's true. And in this show, talks about all types of moms. And this is one... You know, not everyone has the opportunity to have a nanny, and um, obviously, but for the ones that do, this, this is like a this is a tricky subject. So yeah. let's talk about it. It's it's a necessity for a working mother, I think. Um, I have to say, even going back, my mother was very helpful. Um, my parents, my whole family lives in New York. My husband and I are the only ones down here in LA trying to hide from everyone else. Um, <laughs> so my parents are in New York. They came out and stayed. Uh, my dad and mom stayed for two weeks. My dad went home and then my mom stayed for like a month and she got an Airbnb around the corner. So she wasn't in the house, but she was by the house. Wow. Um, and it was very helpful. My mom is more type A than I am and found our first nanny. I'll rent your mom the next <laughs> The next round. She really did all of the legwork of finding 
my vanani. So when I I was really a wreck in the be- I was a wreck in the beginning, and when I hit, I went back to work at two months. So when that two months came, it was only eight weeks. It was eight weeks after an F and C section, and I was still figuring out how to be a, just being a mother and my son that was way too soon by the way for the working moms out there I just want to say and I'm somebody who loves to work and my identity is working two months two months was like too soon this country really needs to step up and give some moms like some real true time with their children after they give birth but anywho hold another discussion my mom found our nanny and she was a tremendous help because when my mom left um it was an extension of her that this woman was in the house and she was very helpful for a long time until it then unraveled into a total nightmare. That happens. Hooey! That should be night That should be an episode. Yeah. There are a lot of stories. And it's usually my friends who are so excited about their nannies and they like they get so excited. And then and then and they're like, Oh, she's like my grandmother. And it's really intimate, and then something happens. Yes. <laughs> so something happened with us, and then um, luckily I just had this woman around the corner that we know, and it worked out. She had been a doula in the past, and it worked out. And she's an artist, and she's a fine artist now. Um, and she's just sort of working on her art. So she was like, you know what? I would love to help you. She's so in love with my son. Her husband is super in love with my son. So not, and her mother is in love with the son, my son. So when I hand over Roan to her, the whole family gets him. Like he's with an entire family. You've created like a new Italian family situation <laughs> in LA. Do I, I you know really what I mean? did. Like and they're world. Italian. They're oh, literally from it. Italy and well, from New York. <laughs> uh, well, that's how, there you go. So I'm really thankful that that situation like showed itself to us and I'm so appreciative of it because Roan is getting like an education and love and food that I can't cook for him and all of that I need this donut you gave yeah me. no let's eat the donuts eat the but donuts. it's so loud I hope loud. and they're a mess have you had these vegan donuts they're really good it's so crumbly they're very crumbly they're from mm. phone nuts on third street oh my god okay oh god, what do you want Roan to always remember about his mama I think the most important thing that I want the world to, and when I say world, just anyone I meet or how I want my how I want my legacy to live, um, is is the same as what I want Rome to know, which is I'm just I'm an authentic person. I want him to know I am always truthful, always authentic. Honesty and integrity, and creativity is my most important and cherished characteristics and he doesn't need to have those necessarily but I want him to recognize them I want them to I want him to recognize how important it is to me so that's not one that was like 20 (laughs) (laughs) I can't answer a question obviously uh Jess in any point beautiful that was beautiful and and the stone is also Beautiful. Have you um have you asked have you answered this question yourself before? Damn it, you're gonna turn around over. No, I haven't. No, like oh yes. So what do you think? Okay. For Sabrina. I just thought of my own mom, and if she's listening to this, she'll be so mad that I'm I know. chewing my mom on listened. the microphone. Oh, like, I was gonna what, s- that sound, that chewing sound. All right, I'm gonna stop now. 
My mom's intense. Wait, what were you going to say? <laughs> my mom's mom? intense too. I'm going to get yelled at for eating a donut. <laughs> oh, okay. Because your your mom will be mad about the calories. My mom will be mad about the sound. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. <laughs> the manners aspect. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. One thing I want Sabrina to remember about her mama. Ooh. It's hard being a guest on my show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think that I was uh, fearless even though I was full of fear. uh, That I would never uh, miss out on an opportunity to, like, dance in the kitchen like a maniac um, that that I always respected this insane connection we have that I believe will exist even when I've passed on that's beautiful thank you that's so that's so beautiful it's so nice to think about right yeah Oh, listeners, send us your answers, okay, <laughs> on Facebook. And by the way, everyone, the Facebook page, you got to click on it sometimes because Facebook doesn't show everybody in the feed your stuff. It'll Like if you put up a post on the feed, it'll show like 10 people until it gets enough likes and then it'll show more people. Is that right? It is so right because it'll say that. It'll be like seen by 10. Oh, I thought that means seen that like 10 20. people like looked at it. Like they clicked on it or like looked at it. Who the heck knows? No, I think it means that it's not in the feed. No. I don't think they bother. I could be lying. I don't. But I think it's true. Anyway, so look at the Facebook feed and look at it, uh, AtomicMoms.com. And Jess, what's your website? My oh. personal website is JessZeno.tv and there is a link to, well, everything, but really TLC. New Mom New Diaries. Go to TLC.com and look up New Mom Diaries. It's there. Oh, they're so fun. You can watch them in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. You know, when you're really having a low point and you're, like, hiding in the bathroom and there's, like, milk all over your shirt and you're considering microwaving a, a wet diaper to put it on your hard boobs that hurt, but then you're like, oh, it seems kind of like it'd be full of carcinogens. I did do it, though. <laughs> Anyway, you know, in those moments, look up this video and it'll make you happier. Yeah, I'll be right there with you. I'm doing the same exact thing. (laughs) I'm doing the same exact thing. Okay, so that's our mom session this week. Everybody, trust in your goodness. Live out your greatness. Rock on, Atomic Moms.